Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on Tuesday afternoon. That's right. It's another Mike Tomlin Tuesday. This one here for the big matchup coming in. Oh, my goodness. I got to remember week 14. Week 14. That's right. At Acrisure Stadium, the Steelers are taking on the Baltimore Ravens this Sunday at 1 p.m. It's going to be a big one. Uh, Coach Tomlin, of course. Um, with his typical schedule. This time, I'm pretty sure he's probably gotten some sleep since the Steelers' last game, unlike last week when he had to go right from Monday night on the road into his Tuesday press conference. But, uh, yeah, he he seemed a little bit uh, more well-rested. I'll just say that. But uh, he was really on point today. He really was. And, of course, he started it off with, Good afternoon. I think that's why they wait to do the press conference about a couple minutes after noon so he can say good afternoon. Um, just started off running down the last game um, that was appreciative that they stacked a victory. Hopefully it can be a springboard with things going forward. Um, he said that um, that the, the sand is running through the hourglass when it comes to talking about things um, with the postseason and and stuff with the Steelers, meaning they understand that there's not a lot of time left to do things. So they have to do things often. He, he talked about a little bit more in the question and answer period. So we'll talk about that some more there, but that was one of the many great things that Tom coach Tomlin said in this press conference Um, that, that, uh, that uh, was talking about how, he was appreciative of these last two games. First time they've stacked wins, both of them being on the road. Cause he says, you have to make the venue or game location, a non-factor if you're going to be winning football games in December or later on. In other words, you have to be able to win on the road, but I have to admit Steelers fans kind of helped out in both of those venues to make it not such a terrible road Game that was me saying that Coach Tomlin did not say that, but uh, I know in the back of his mind he's very appreciative of Steelers Nation showing up to the game and, and making that more of a non-factor because really the, the the young players have to make it a non-factor. Um, of course, he is as a lot of the rest of us are. He's excited about Ravens Week. Um, was it was 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 really complimentary about. The, the the offense taking care of the ball. He said something in there. I'm going to have to go back and pull the exact quote to make sure I heard this correctly, but I wrote it down anyway because I thought it was funny. He says, we took care of the ball that helps us keep possession. Um, I, he meant what he meant to say because he went on to, to expand on it is, is that it helps them with their time of possession and hold on, you know, win that battle and, and control the game from that aspect. But I just thought it was funny that he said, you know, you took care of the ball, which helps you keep possession. Yeah. But that, that's kind of how it goes. Um, he, he said um, that, that he was pleased with their playmaking down the stretch because the NFL, it's a one score game. He even referenced the Monday night game and how that went down. So he says he appreciated the 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 game making, um, or sorry, the playmaker making that they had down the stretch. <coughs> Excuse me, because he said that you know the offense they possessed the ball not totally to completely close it out, but they possessed the ball enough to get a couple first downs, 
really get that clock down and set up the situation at the end. Talked about special teams and particularly Presley Harvin, pinned them deep, and then the defense closed the game. You know, it really was all three phases worked together in the final two minutes uh, to, to set it up. Um, let's just say this to set it up the best way you could if you need to use all three phases. Could the offensive maybe got one more first down? Yeah, but honestly, when it got to be that late and to those sets of downs, that last set of downs, you you weren't even – you knew the ball was going to be a run. You really did. The Steelers came out of the two-minute warning and passed the ball to Deontay Johnson for a first down. I think it was a play that really caught them off guard. But when you got to that last set of downs that they were running, they had – they had to run the ball. You could not afford to let Atlanta have any timeouts. Um, it was more important for them to use their timeouts and to run the clock down as low as you did because it put the Steelers in a great situation. Coach Tomlin, no one asked him about this. No one questioned, hey, you punted rather than 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 one for the long field goal. If it wouldn't have worked out, that would have been the first thing everyone asked. But he made, in my opinion, the right call. I said this to Jeff Hartman before they even did it. I said, I would punt here because if you don't get that field goal, they got great field position. And it, Matthew Wright was doing a great job. They would have asked him to kick a ball farther than he had in a Steelers uniform. And, and there, and then it would, you know, would have been the six-point game. Then you're dealing with a kickoff again. Matthew Wright did a great job with the kickoffs, but maybe one more would wouldn't have been exactly what the Steelers wanted. Instead, they showed the confidence in their second-year punter, and he came through and really pinned him deep. And it was a great job. He went on to talk about the Ravens. He did not talk about injuries. And we'll come back to that. Um, he says, hey, it takes two to tango and they're a great dance partner. In other words, it's kind of the respect for the intensity and and the overall, I, I guess I would say, importance of these matchups that it takes both teams being quality teams in order for these games to really mean something. Um, so Baltimore's got to be there. Pittsburgh's got to be there. That's what's going on. Um, he says the group that absorbs negativity and moves on from it will have the advantage. Interesting that he brought that up. And he says you can't warm up to it in stadium. That's talking about the young guys. You can't, you can't take a little bit to get going. You've got to hit the ground running here. It's funny because this was one of two times that Coach Tomlin said this, where he actually called him Harbs, which is funny because that's what we call him at BTSC, but we have uh, a different nickname that goes in front of that as well. Um, that, he, But even to hear Coach Tomlin refer to him as Harbs, I just get a kick out of every time. He talked about their coordinator pro, um, progression on the defensive side, um, you know, naming names, and says that they still bring the same Ravens D regardless who the coordinator is. He says their defense – um, you're as great as their other playmaking guys are. You ha he said you really have to focus on the guys that are new to the Ravens or new work to the Ravens because the Steelers are familiar with them. I think you mentioned Humphreys is the one guy, you know. We know we know what we're up against with him. We've got to look at some of these other new guys to see what the Steelers are up against there. Um, on the offense, he talked about their core, their quarterback mobility isn't lost when they change out one player for another, that they've done a good job of keeping the same basic style of quarterback to where they still do what they do if, if their main person goes down. In this case, Lamar Jackson, who the window's not completely shut, but it is not looking like he's going to play. Talked about, you know, um, Mark Andrews. He says, um, 
um, he goes beyond his position. He says he's a number one receiver. You know, he might be a tight end, but he's a number one receiver. Um, and Coach Tomlin had a nice quote here. He says, if you lose the, lose the field position battle, you're going to lose. And he said that specifically, he says, because they've got a guy over there named Tucker. So he's like, you get the ball around midfield and you're getting in his range. So if you lose the field position battle, you're going to lose the game. Uh, he went, Coach Tomlin did go to open it up to questions and someone, I'm not counting this in part as a question part, but someone, I don't know if it was, for all I know, it, I couldn't tell who it was. It might've even been Bert um, reminding him of this about talking about injuries. So then Coach Tomlin, you know, so it was a little bit out of order because he usually goes last week, injuries, the new week. So here was the injuries. He mentioned about Chuksakora for with a shoulder, only missed one play in the game, but you know, taking care of that, that could limit him early in the week. They'll see. He mentioned, you know, some guys with some bumps and bruises, and and really it's more about managing their bodies to get them in a in a position to contribute in the game to the most that they can, more than getting them on the practice field. Specifically mentioned TJ Watt, Larry Ogunjobi is two of those guys. Um, so won't wouldn't be shocked to see them not practicing or limited or whatnot um as the week goes on. And another thing that I'm telling you how I read into it, he mentioned Chris Boswell and William Jackson III about them coming off IR. He said that um, not ready to include them into the game plan yet, but we'll see how they progress with things this week. So in other words, he didn't say it, but look for, the, for it tomorrow. You'll probably hear an announcement. Both those guys, I think their 21-day window opens tomorrow. No reason to open it today. They're not practicing today. You open it tomorrow. So these guys open up their 21-day window tomorrow. That means they practice this week. Could the Steelers elevate them to the 53-man roster and have them available this weekend? Absolutely. Will they? It depends on how practice goes. So that's a positive thing because you can't bring the guys back off IR, really, until they practice. And it sounds like by the way, Coach Tomlin said it that he's looking. He wants to look and see how they practice this week, which means you've got to you, you've got to start the process there. So, with that, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we'll be right back to look at the question and answer period, which is always fun when it comes to these press conferences. So, stick around. We are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Let's get into these questions that were asked of Mike Tomlin in his press conference on Tuesday. Um, he was asked specifically about T.J. Watt. Is it is it the ribs? Is it the pack? What is it? Um, and and Coach Tomlin's like uh, it's primarily it is the ribs. Uh, I think um, doesn't want to say too much, but there's just a lot going on with TJ Watt. You can tell he's playing banged up, but man, he's playing. He's not making himself a bunch of big plays, but my goodness, having him on the field does make a big difference when it comes to the overall defense. All right. Then he was asked about Matthew Wright and his consistency. Um, and Coach Tom's like, that's the key. I appreciate the ball going through the uprights. Talked about how he's not a kicker. He, he He's not going to be able to really coach someone the ins and out of kicking. Um, but he just appreciates the efforts uh, that he's brought of, you know, it's now three straight games, hasn't missed a kick. And – Coach Tom didn't say it, did a great job of what the Steelers were wanting to do on kickoffs um, on, on Sunday. Uh, was asked about um, Levi Wallace and, and Cam Sutton. Um, 
they're both of them are in double digits in pass defense this year and pass breakups. And he just said that they're good above the neck guys was asked about the, um, the third down um, conversion improvement. Obviously this is leaning more towards the offense. Um, he says that it's from guys working hard and they've been, and they've managed to minimize the bad ones is what coach Tomlin says. Like when you leave yourself in a third and 21, you're not giving yourself much of a chance to convert that. So if you're minimizing the bad ones, it's not that you're never going to have a bad one, but you minimize the number of bad ones. Well, when it's third and double digits, it's a whole different story. It's not that the Steelers can't convert them. They have. But you're not putting yourself in the best situation to convert them. So that that goes a long way in them having a, a good third down conversion. Uh, was asked about you know playing Huntley last year. Um, in when the Steelers faced the Ravens in week 18 um, and 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 what they can draw from that. And he's like, you know, him playing last year helped Huntley himself. He says, because I'm sure that really helped to narrow his focus in the offseason of things you can work on. If you don't get on the field, you don't really know what specific stuff you can work on. He's like, by, by getting those games in for Huntley last year. So in other words, that was uh, to me, that was Coach Tomlin saying, Last year's matchup might not mean as much. They'll probably glean more from the tape from this last week because Huntley was in there in the first half. So they should have plenty to look at there. Um, was was taught, was asked about, you know, late pushes that they've had towards when, you know, sometimes you think the Steelers might be out of it and some late pushes that they've had in seasons past towards the postseason. Um, and Coach Tomlin basically says, I don't care about past years. I'm focused on the guys working this year and making a push this year. Um, and he says, and they're putting in the work. Um, uh, oh, here we go. I, I was trying to figure out exactly what I said here. Um, that the do wins that the, I'm trying to get the question right because his answer really is important of making sure that the question was stated the way they stated it. And that was, um, how the wins helping to produce the progression of the young players. And Coach Tomlin basically says, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it the wins produce better progression from the players or does better progression from the players produce the wins? Thought he brought up a really good point there. Um, was asked about uh, Pat Frermuth and what he's been able to do recently. He's like, he's a second-year guy. Uh, he played well last year. You want him to take that step in year two, and it's come to fruition. So that's the way he summed that up. Um, was asked about, are the is this team starting to believe in themselves? And Coach Tomlin said he did. He's like, I didn't question them believing in themselves before. Just not all the little things came together correctly um, as, as they have now as they continue to move forward. Here's an interesting one. He was asked about George Pickens. George Pickens – and his frustration with his lack of targets. Um, I'm throwing in a side note. I'm pretty sure he had a lot of friends and family there. He was back at Georgia, where he grew up, where he went to college, things of that nature. Um, so that might have been really frustration, frustrating for him. But Coach Tomlin was asked about it, and he used his line that he's used before. He's like, I'd rather say woe well than sick him. You want guys that want the ball. He's like, I'm sure T.J. Watt, wants to hit the quarterback more. 
Okay. That's what guys want to do in the NFL. But then he also did say, you know, we have to work on the maturity and professionalism of uh, associated with how you respond to that. But he's got no problem with him being upset about it. So I like that Coach Tomlin said, you know, you have to you have to worry about, you know, you might have to focus on how you handle being upset, but he doesn't blame him for being upset. But he says that's just one of these narratives that is now out there that these guys now have to tune out that BS. That is a quote from what Coach Tomlin said. Um, and he said the letters BS. He didn't say the words. Um, was asked about, you know, uh, talking to Cam Hayward after the game about his brother's first catch and that and the situation, you know, visiting their dad's grave that morning. I listened to a, to a candid conversation of Coach Tomlin and Cam Hayward walking off the field. Um, that was fantastic. Um, and, and so he was asked if he's had a chance to talk to Connor. And this was Coach Tomlin's answer. He's like, I don't talk to Connor. I talk to Cam. And, you know, everyone, you know, with the, he said it with a laugh and everyone else laughed and, and things, things of that nature. So uh, thought that was funny. Uh, was asked about Cam Hayden and him being nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, that was something that, that came out earlier on Tuesday. Um, you know, what he could say about, you know, his endorsement for, for Cam for the, to, to be the league-wide winner for that. And Coach Tom's like, he needs no endorsement for me, was the bottom line of everything. He said that after outlining a bunch of things that Cam has done. He's like, whether it be, you know, in the Atlanta area, where it's the Pittsburgh area, whether it's the, the, the Columbus area where he went to college, things that everywhere Cam has gone, he has done good things for his community. And, and Coach Tomlin said, for that reason, he needs no endorsement from me um, because Cam, Cam's work speaks for itself. Was asked about December, and I actually liked the way this question was asked. This was from you know a reporter from ESPN that sometimes I'll be critical of the way they do questions and everything. I like this one. This was one of my more favorite questions of this press conference. Said, you know, Coach Tomlin, you know, you mentioned um, earlier in the season, you know, time to boil that water to get your mouthpiece ready and getting excited about football that time of year. So this time it wasn't quoting, oh, this player said this. What do you think of that? They quoted they quoted Coach Tomlin himself. I liked this approach. Hey, you said this, Coach, in the past. What is it now that kind of brings that excitement when you talk about December football? Coach Tomlin smiled. I think he liked the question as well. He says, the road gets narrow. He says, it's make you or break you. That's what December football is. Great question. Great answer. I, I really like that part of the, of the press conference. Um, then he was asked, has this team turned a corner? And I love this answer. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I think you're going to hear me talk about it tonight on the Scobro Show if you tune in. I think this game is huge. I've talked about this game since the bye week, that if the Steelers can do this in the third quarter of the season, then the matchup against Baltimore and Pittsburgh is this. I talked about it a month ago. I'm ready to talk about it more. We'll talk about it tonight. So make sure uh, you, you check that out at an audio form on, on Wednesday morning, well, late Tuesday night, or catch us live on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, let's see. There's only two more things here. Was asked about the rookie class. Um, about about you know the the bonds that they share. He's like every rookie class have bonds because you're you're thrown into this together. You you have you know 
Tuesday class. And I can't remember what class he said it was about, you know, getting a, getting acclimated acclimation class. I think that's what he called it. Um, getting acclimated to the NFL and the things that you go through of being part of that same rookie class, you're going to have that bond. Um, he's like, they had it last year, you know, with Naj and Pat and those guys, that's just what happens because it's something new that you're coming into together. It's kind of like guys that, that are coming in together as the same freshman class for college. Coach Tomlin didn't say that. This was me throwing that out there. It, it really does make sense that that's, that's someone you would, you, you would bond with. I still know people that if you go to a job and you're starting at the same time. Um, when I first started off as a teacher, there was another teacher that started the same day I did. Always had a special bond with that person, even though you know she moved to a different school. Anytime I see her, I ask her how she's doing with everything, just because you have that bond. Um, you all have probably maybe experienced that in your life as well, whether it be school, whether it be work, whether it be um, something else. That, But that's what these guys have. Then he was asked about about how do you, you know, the goal with this team is always the playoffs and the playoffs are still out there, but how do you handle that when you speak to this team? And coach Tomlin, he actually gave a little bit of insight to kind of explain his message every week. He's like, we talk about, we're singularly focused on this game. He mentioned that he's like, the reason I say that is because in order for the, for the postseason to become a reality, you have to handle your business every week. So we we are singularly focused on this next game because we have to be in order to have that postseason goal in mind. I really like the way that he laid that out about handling their business um, and, and, and really said that, that, you know, sometimes you can dismiss it. Hey, we're just worried about this week. He explained it, and that is the way to handle it. That's the way to do it. Um, and thank you, Coach Tomlin, for for giving us a little bit of insight into that. So that was the press conference. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. We've got this, the 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 shows when you expect them, but just they're not all just the same shows. We're we're trying to trying to make sure that we're bringing you new and exciting things each week. It's not just being excited about wins or this, that, or the other thing. We're you know trying to to, to change it up. So. At, you know, you'll have a Scobro show live tonight. Tomorrow you'll have a Let's Ride. You'll have um, the the War Room tomorrow afternoon, and and the Know Your Enemy uh, Wednesday night. Make sure you're checking out all that stuff, and check it out behind the We've got the news there for you. We've got breakdown of the last game. We're looking forward to this matchup against the Ravens. I'm really looking forward to this matchup with the Ravens. Um, it's 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 just it's December football and the Steelers have a big opportunity to really put that relative stamp on them this week if they can if they can find a way to take down the Ravens they would I, I in my opinion that they would they would now then have the relevant next to their name uh, going forward so that's all you can do at this point with the way the season started is that hey be relevant in December see how it all plays out and. That's that's where the Steelers have put themselves, and they've got to handle it week to week. Next up, Baltimore Ravens. Thanks for joining me, and as I always say to finish these out, go Steelers. Yeah, yeah.